You are listening to Just Another Sports Podcast. What's up, everyone? How's everyone doing? No Josh Smith this week, so uh, Greg Swatek here with you, and uh, very pleased to be joined uh, by our man, uh, city editor Alan Etzler, and uh, FMP sports writer Joe Ferraro. Uh, going to pick up the slack uh, this week for Josh. Trying. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a big job, but, but, but someone has to do it, so... Uh, Happy to have you guys on. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about uh, the NBA, uh, the, the conclusion of the finals with, with the Raptors uh, winning it all. We'll talk about the Anthony Davis trade to the Lakers and what that could mean uh, for uh, both sides. And, and hey, since uh, Josh is not here, we'll talk a little golf, too. Uh, the, the, We're the allowed U- to do that nice. now. Uh, the, the U.S. Open is over the weekend, was over the weekend, and we'll talk about Gary Woodland's uh, a dramatic victory uh, in, in the U.S. Open. And we'll throw some people on the boat. We'll do seen and to be seen. But... I wanted to start with a debate that Alan and I were having the other day, and uh, that's the fact that O.J. Simpson is now uh, <laughs> on uh, Twitter. Uh, he's, he's opened a Twitter account, and uh, he's, he's doing pretty well so far. So Alan uh, is kind of already been proven right over this, de- <laughs> over this debate that we were having the other day uh, because he's not off yet. But my question was, how long could O.J. Simpson possibly last on Twitter? Because I figured the backlash would be such that, that it would chase him away right away or, or the, the account would have to be shut down in, in pretty short order. But but here we are almost a week later, over 700,000 followers. I don't even know how many posts he's made yet. But um, I'll check that. I'll check that right now. Uh, one, two, three, four. four. He's made four posts. Okay. Including one where he, uh, a video where he says he's going to get, has some getting even to do with people, whatever that means. So... Um, I guess my question now is just where are we as a society where OJ is on Twitter and and everyone's sort of following him and sort of yucking it up? I mean, I think it's in pretty poor taste. I mean, because this is like one step below like Charles Manson. Like while, 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 while OJ was never convicted of anything. Well, he's been convicted of things, yes. not of killing those two people. Right. He, yes, he wasn't convicted of murder, but he's widely believed to have murdered two people. I mean, this is like one step below like Charles Manson, like if he were still around, opening up a Twitter account and going, hey, everyone, what's up? How's how's everyone doing? Do you know how many people would eat that up if Charles Manson had opened up a Twitter account? What what does that say about our society, though? (laughs) It says um, not anything good. It, It is kind of this reality TV kind of culture, though, where they, no matter how bad your publicity is people kind of want to feel like they know you yeah i mean you pointed out that donald trump uh who he's got his supporters but he's got his people that despise him with yeah. every fiber of their being and he's got almost 60 million twitter followers so so yeah i mean being a great guy does not like disqualify or being a horrible person does not disqualify you from having a ton of not at uh, all. twitter followers so In- infamy is just as good as fame in social media land right but just imagine being like the goldman family or yeah. the or the or the or the brown family and, and seeing all these people yucking it up with oj on on social media i mean that, that that's that's another like these people have i mean ever since that verdict was read and, and oj was acquitted i mean these it's been hell for these people i mean because they, 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 don't, they don't feel that justice has been served for uh their family members being brutally murdered so and and they've they've been uh, fighting for OJ to to pay them his civil penalty, and they've gone through all this uh, adversity and trauma, and, and this is just another layer on top of it. People yucking it up, 
hey OJ, you killed it with that tweet, or <laughs> or don't kill me OJ. I mean, it's just people like joking around with OJ on Twitter. It's just. Uh, man, we, we, we've come a long way as a society and not necessarily, we're not moving in the right direction when it comes to this stuff. Even, even the people who are saying negative things, it's still doing wonders for his social media presence. Like even people going on there and talking about how terrible of a human being, it's paying attention to this person and giving him a bigger platform. I know, I know. It's, it's making him famous, and now people are going to look at this. They're going to look yeah. at his huge Twitter following, and dare I say, he might get a, he might attract a, a sponsor, or, or, or someone might endorse him, or anything like God, that. God, I hope so, not. Yeah, it's just we're, we're we're heading down this rabbit hole that, that when we when we look back, we're not going to look back on this as being our finest moments as a country necessarily. So, no, I mean, it, it's a deal where just because you know he he's gotten away with it. Uh, there's this across the country. There's this fascination with, with OJ. I know a lot of people who watch the ESPN documentary, The Made in America. I mean, they're, there's just they're just captivated by it, and I think that's why that's why you see all the all these followers. And you know, you guys, you know, brought up the situation with the Goldman family and what and what they're going through. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's gonna it, you're gonna get that you know just because he he. You know, if, if you truly believe he, he got away with it, there's always going to be, whether you do it or not, there, there's always going to be this fascination um, with him, you know, just because he, he, isn't, uh, he isn't in jail right now. Right. I mean, you had the free OJ signs, people rallying outside the courthouse uh, during, during one of the most famous trials, uh, maybe, maybe ever. So, uh, and, and, and there were big mistakes made in the trial. Like the LAPD completely botched the case uh essentially and 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 uh, uh and uh, the state team led by marcia clark and chris darden didn't do a great job <laughs> either because it, it looked to be a pretty slammed on case i mean in 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 hindsight and and they couldn't they couldn't pull off the conviction so i mean it's similar to you know to elvis and you know w- whatever became of him you know when, when there's something not concrete you know people there's this fascination with it Kind of sidetracking, but still sticking with the OJ thing. How would you like to be one of the eight people he's followed? <laughs> yeah, like who has OJ followed? I, I saw that. I was I was curious. He's followed uh, Tim Graham, who was the Bills reporter for the Buffalo News for a long time. I think okay. he's with the Athletic now, still covering the Bills. The Bills account, the PGA Tour account, the NFL account, USC football account, the Heisman Trophy account. Justin Simpson, a real estate home and investing. That must be his son or, or person. Yeah, I guess it is. Yep. Yeah, and then Malcolm Laverne, a Las Vegas attorney. Okay, so not not a lot of personal uh, connections mm-hmm. there. Not, not a lot of personal follows made by OJ. Just entities and and, and sort of companies and, and bodies. People that have to do a- with athletic, Buffalo athletic bodies, right? So no, no, no. Al Cowlings, uh, a- 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 <laughs> AC didn't get a didn't get a follow on Twitter. Doesn't so, look like it. No. Yeah. So it's it's. <laughs> I mean, you shake your head about a lot of things in this life, and, and this is just the latest chapter. It, it's uh, even me. weird because his last tweet four hours ago is about fantasy football, and he's talking about Patrick Mahomes being his number one uh, pick or Baker Mayfield or Todd Gurley, and it's like, I don't even know if I'm a professional athlete if I'd want to be picked by O.J. <laughs> Simpson's <laughs> yeah, fantasy do, football Do you team. want your name attached to O.J. <laughs> in, in, in any way, shape, or form? Right. So. 
I mean, yeah, this is going to create quite a dynamic because, like I said, if he gets a huge following on this, like someone's someone's going to take the bait and and, and, and sponsor him uh, for something or offering offer him an endorsement. So. Yeah, and I don't think this is the end of it, too, because I mean, with OJ, I mean, just being who he is, he just he, he just craves that attention. Yeah, I mean, he sort of relishes it. He does. I, that's, I mean, that's that's why he wrote the book. Oh, if I did it, he's he, he craves the attention and possibly and or needs some money as well. But he he. It's not going to go away. Uh, we're going to have it, and I have yet to <laughs> to look on his Twitter page. I, I don't. I don't know if I will because uh, I think I, I've had my fill. But he, uh, he's he's not going away. I, I only did it just to see how many followers he had, and, and, and just to see sort of what it, what he had out there already before we came on. But but that's what Josh and uh, Alan were trying to get through my thick skull over the weekend. It's like this guy is an attention. I mean, he he's he, 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 he starved for attention. So this is like right up his alley, and and, and people being. Oh, there's a lot of gullible people out there. They'll 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 give it to him. So, but yeah, I mean, how much longer until like OJ's running through the airport again, uh, doing a commercial for some rent a car company or or something like that? So, oh boy, I mean, uh, we, we, we've seen a lot of things, and, and just when you think you've seen it all, something something like this comes along. So, um, I don't know if there's going to be any <laughs> people who are going to be wanting to have their name uh, or their company attached to OJ. Uh, yeah, Hertz. Uh, I don't see him. No, but if <laughs> reestablishing that but, relationship, but, but if, if you're following, if you're following OJ, though, your name is sort of, in a way, attached to him. So not 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 that strongly, I, I get but, it. But, but but still, it's like you're, you're sort of feeding this monster that that we that we've created. So, um, so the NBA Finals uh, ended uh, last. Uh, it's almost been a week. I think it's uh, last Wednesday. I believe they uh, ended with the Toronto Raptors winning in six games. And uh, I did not see the Raptors winning the series. Uh, despite Golden State's injuries, I thought it was going to go to Game 7. Uh, Clay Thompson goes down in Game 6, and that sort of changed the dynamic of the game. But how surprised are you that we're talking about a Raptors uh, NBA championship right now? Joe, you want to go first? Um, sure. I mean, I, I, think, I, I think we talked about it earlier. I mean, I, 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 I'm not stunned, uh, you know, just because of, you know, Kawhi and, and what he does, you know, who he is. Uh, and you know he he's been here before, so 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 that factor and and um, and just the uh, you know the fact that, that that he's been through these these wars with uh, with San Antonio, uh, I'm not 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 stunned, a little surprised, but I, I I think earlier I said that you know these could be you know another version of the you know O four. Pistons who who knocked off the Lakers and back then I, I didn't think they had any business of knocking off you know the Shaq and and Kobe Lakers but here they are yeah I mean Kawhi's been Finals uh, MVP before and, and here he is again yeah uh, le- leading a team to a championship uh, Alan did you have a reaction to the Raptors win I think if you asked me at the beginning of the year the chances I thought of the Raptors winning the NBA championship I would have probably said next to zero even with Kawhi even though still no one knew at that time no one knew how healthy he was but even at a full year of him I would have been eh, probably probably under 10 percent at the at best uh, but as you watched the series you know they're kind of a forgotten team up in up in Toronto but as you watched the series you saw just how good some of those guys really are and what a masterful job Masai Ujiri did in building that team to be Yes, they had one superstar, but that was by no means one of those super teams. That was depth. 
That was depth, good players at every position that extended two to three, four, five, six deep on the bench. You know, you had eleven guys who could who could have played in game in game six. They were playing throughout the playoffs. I mean, that shows what a great job he did building that team. And so that wasn't uh, as you watched them, it kind of became more apparent. Like they were just the better team uh, without Kevin Durant right. on the on the Warriors. Yeah. You mentioned Masai Ujiri. A couple of quick asides uh, with him. Did you see the little spat that he got in with the, with the I, security I guard? Did. Is, Those the, security the, guards the, are going on my boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, now, did you see today that now this guy claims he, he has a concussion uh, as, as, a, as a result of the contact that uh, Masai Ujiri uh, made with him? So, I have a hard time believing that, but okay. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but here he is. He's trying to get on the court. Uh, I mean, he's not a household name. Not everyone's going to go, oh, look, that's that's Masai Ujiri. I do feel like that's something you go over with security before yeah. this. Like, hey, you're responsible for keeping people off the court, but these guys are pretty famous, so you can allow them on. Right. Like, and, these guys and, and are with he, the team. And apparently uh, Ujiri had his badge or whatever. He, he yeah. tried to display it, but the, the guard didn't see it or wasn't having it. And then, look, Ujiri shouldn't have shoved the guy, but but it, but – but the security guard shouldn't have been been giving him such a hard time. Yeah, too. and it, it's hard to see how you would react in a situation of that much excitement and elation and wanting to get to your guys to congratulate them. Right, and and, and some hired guard who right. uh, stops you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the emotions obviously were running high. Uh, Jerry probably should have just apologized and the whole thing should be over. But apparently he's claiming this guy's claiming misdemeanor battery or whatever, and he's claiming a concussion. So, so this thing is not going away uh, anytime soon. Also with him, the wizards are entertaining. They haven't done it yet, but I, I, there were reports out there that the wizards were entertaining, throwing like 10 to $12 million mm-hmm. at him, to just and handing him the keys to the team and say, do what you want guy and make us a winner. So, so that would be interesting if that happened. Yeah, I mean, he did it in in no name kind of Toronto, where I wouldn't consider that a destination by any means for free agents. It's a nice uh, city, but yeah, but, no. but to put him in the nation's capital, DC has a culture that a lot of people love. You get to play with a superstar in John Wall. I could see that becoming a place where Ujiri could build a real, real contender. Right, and I'd I'm, give him the keys to the castle. I would throw everything I had at him. And, and we we talked about this a little last week. You guys weren't on, but um, well, I mean, look at what he did. I mean, he traded away the Raptors' best and most popular player in Demar Derozan for Kawhi Leonard. People argue that he's the most popular player in that team's history. Yeah, over Vince Carter. Right. And he traded him for Kawhi Leonard, and that and people would say that Kawhi Leonard is a better player, so the Raptors got the better end of that deal. But but there was no guarantee, and there's still not a guarantee that Kawhi Leonard would even stay. So you so you gave away your best player with with. Uh, no guarantee that your the guy you're trading for would stay beyond this season. Obviously, it worked out well, and he also fired last year the, the coach of the year in the NBA <laughs> in uh, Dwayne Casey. So this is a guy willing to make bold moves to to, to make things happen. Uh, it could have blown up in his face, uh, but but it didn't. The Raptors are champions, so um, so it it would be really interesting to see the Wizards get him and to see what he would do with John Wall's contract because that's gonna prohibit them from really building around that team and, and how much does John Wall have left in the tank after that injury so I'm I'm thinking uh, you know whether Kawhi comes back or not may, may, may have a lot to do with whether Ujiri stays or goes mm-hmm. if, if, if Leonard stays I, I, I honestly think he stays I mean right. with, with with everything that he's uh, put together I think he's gonna, he's gonna be in a pretty good position to, to contend for more 
championships. I, I was going to ask you guys about NBA free agency, and uh, do you think anything major happens? I mean, Kawhi Leonard, now that he's won a championship, you're in the Eastern Conference. Why would you leave a nice city like Toronto uh, f- to start over in a place like Los Angeles with either the Clippers or the Lakers? Or I mean, why, why right. would you leave your current situation? And the Raptors could also pay him the most money, too. So that there's sure. another incentive to stay. And then uh, you have Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson now coming off ACL injuries, and they're both going to be free agents. Well, Durant's coming off an Achilles. But... Or, 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 right. Yeah. Um, but every, every, the, it's widely been believed that Clay is going to resign with Golden State no matter what because that's where he wants to stay. But now what do you do if you're Durant? Because if you go somewhere else, you're going to be expected to be the savior of that new franchise, especially if it's somewhere like New York, and, and you're coming off this injury and you don't even know what – how you're going to respond to the injury or what type of player you're going to be coming off the injury. So correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't his final year, he, he can actually, um, he can't, he opt can in. opt in. Right. I, I, I think, I think he'll do that and, and say, okay, uh, this, this is my, my year to prove to the rest of the NBA how healthy I am. And then, and then get his money later. The reason why he wouldn't do that though, is because that, because Anyone would give him a max. There, there are teams lining up to give him a max contract, even with the even with this injury. They're they're willing to let him sit out most of the next season. And it won't be most of next season, right? <laughs> it will be all of it. Yeah, uh, an Achilles he, injury is he, a legit twelve yeah, month deal. It, it it's it, it, the window is shortened a little bit, but but it's no less than eight months, and and, and eight months is really like pushing it. Yeah, in, in terms of getting back, and you're really not yourself at, at, at that eight month mark in terms of being the athlete that you were before you got injured. And the other reason why is he could opt out and then the Warriors could sign him to a, to a long-term bigger money deal. Um, but does he want to stay in, does he want to lock himself into uh, four or five more years in Golden State? So he, he could opt in and, and see how next year goes and, and see how he's feeling after next season. But, but do, you th- do you guys now think with the Lakers making moves and, and some of these other teams that are going to make moves and, and draft picks and stuff, do you now think the Warriors are kind of on their last legs as being the team in the NBA? You, you want to go first, or sure? Uh, yeah, I, I think unless something happens in free agency where where they bring in another player, and I don't know how they make that happen, and they're, they're kind of locked into what they already have. Right. Uh, unless they do that, I, I really can't see next year being another finals appearance. Um, but with Clay, Draymond, and and Steph. Two years from now, I could see I, I could see maybe a run of two titles in the next three years. Right. I think they've got about a three-year window left with those three. Uh, they've been really good at identifying role guys uh, who can pl- play significant roles on the team. Um, you know, Iguodala, there's a lot of questions about. You probably... Now he's another year older. Right. You, you probably don't have much left in him. Sean but, Livingston, another older player. Right. So. Uh, but I, I think they can identify some guys... Uh, whether that be through draft or kind of lower end free agents who can who can help the team, so I I would say they have about a three year window, um, but I, I think the outlook is a lot less sure, a lot less certain than it than it probably was a month ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean if if they bring Kevin Durant back for more than next year, they're basically going to lose Draymond Green because they're yeah. not going to be able to afford all those guys. So Draymond's going to leave, and Dr- and Draymond sort of gives them the toughness that they need. I mean, because otherwise you have Steph who's not really intimidating. You have Clay who's quiet. You have Durant who's sort of a passive guy. He's Draymond is also non-ball dominant. Right. 
he can change the game in a lot of different ways without the ball in his hand. And I don't think I get that from Durant, Steph, or Clay. Yeah, say what you want about Draymond's antics, but he gives that team a toughness, and he's sort of like the bouncer on the team or the the enforcer on the team. Gets a lot of good rebounds. I think he had close to 20 rebounds in the, in the losing effort in game six. So, so if you took Draymond off that team, you could say he's the fourth but uh, the fourth best player of, of those four, but but that would change their team dramatically if if, if he were to leave um, in some way, shape, or form. I think so. I think he's very uh, underrated as a as a passing big man as well. I mean, he's he's by far a glue guy. I mean, all, all the times that ball goes into the post, he's able to kick it out to open shooters. And, and so he's capable of making threes too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He he can give you that big shot uh, every, every once in a while. So. So if the Warriors are teetering a little bit, the the Lakers could be one of those teams that uh, steps into that in, into that void because uh, they made the big trade uh, over the weekend uh, for Anthony Davis. Um, it's been basically uh, six or seven months in the making because it, it, it didn't happen at the trade deadline. But um, but now you have the Lakers with with LeBron and Anthony Davis, and and they have room to add another pretty high profile player. So. Um, and apparently now they're the betting favorites uh, to to go to the finals and win the Western Conference. They're I'm the not. betting favorites, and they have like four players on the roster. Right, it's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. To me. <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm interested to see what sort of chemistry AD and LeBron have uh, because LeBron's always worked well with shooters, and and though it, AD can shoot, he's he's not necessarily most known for that. So, will how how well will they play together? Um, what will the Lakers look like around those two and Kyle Kuzma and, and, um, what will the rest of the team look like? And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know what this guarantees other than the Lakers should be pretty good. I mean, with LeBron, I'm interested to see how, how his role evolves here because when he went to Miami, you know, here's Dwayne Wade who who takes a back seat to LeBron right. and, and 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 basically says, "Hey, you you can be, you know, the top guy." I mean, here's someone who who won a championship in 06 and he he did that. Um I think I think it's LeBron's turn. Now, wh- whether or not he chooses to do though, I, I I think I think it's his turn to 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 do that and say, "Okay, I'll I'll be I'll be the number 2 guy." And then here's uh, Anthony Davis, who's what 25, 26 years old. You know, it's it's his turn. I'm also curious if LeBron could stay healthy because here he's played more minutes than just about anyone in NBA history. Played more minutes than Kobe Bryant. Yep. Uh, played more minutes than Michael Jordan by 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 a lot. I mean, he's going going to the finals eight straight years. That's a lot of playoff games. Sure. In addition to all of his all of his Olympic appearances and all the extra basketball he's played just beyond the NBA season. So he he suffered his first major injury uh, this la- this last year in, in December during the Christmas game. C- can he stay healthy given his age and his uh, and, and and the miles on on his wheels basically? So I think that's why that third player, that third star. Now maybe it's not a max superstar because the sounds like there's some issues with the salary cap and that they can't necessarily sign a max guy. But if they can get a strong player like a Kemba Walker or something, I think that's why that third player becomes so important because you can manage LeBron's minutes after that. If you're not solely relying on LeBron and AD, instead you've got maybe a Kemba Walker and an AD, or um, I I think Kemba Walker's kind of the the ideal guy, but if they can manage to work a Jimmy Butler-type deal or a Harrison Barnes-type deal. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, if they can manage to work that, I think that third player becomes kind of the 
the guy that puts them over the top to get to the playoffs. And if you get to the playoffs with a with a Kyrie or a Jimmy Butler or a Kemba Walker, LeBron and AD, you're I mean that's that's a tough trio to <laughs> to compete with. Yeah, I mean, uh, my, my one of my friends I raised this point the other day. What the Lakers could also do with that extra money is is give the team depth. I mean, don't add, don't don't put all sink all that money into one player, be it a Jimmy Butler or a Kemba Walker. Uh, create a bench uh, with, with some of that money and get some nice role players, get some shooters uh, to put around. Le- they need LeBron. a shooter. Yeah, they right, really yeah. really need a shooter. Yep, and, and and LeBron plays so well with them, and and, and Davis is a capable passer too. So. Um, so maybe you could use that money instead of sinking into into one player, sink it into three or four really really good players, and and, and actually give yourself a bench uh, to and to go with those guys. Because if one of those guys goes down, the, the Lakers could be um, in, in in really big trouble. They'll and, be looking like the Pelicans, right? And, and they and they have to get. <laughs> and given what they, uh, <laughs> I, I like that, Alan. <laughs> and given what they gave up to the Pelicans, I mean, three first round picks. I mean, they're going to be in no position to rebuild quickly uh, right. anytime soon. I really like the deal for the Pelicans, too. I, I, I thought they did well because I think Lonzo and Zion Williamson could be, be a really, really nice combination. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And, and uh, Drew Holiday also, I think, is a, is a great point guard and will bring some real leadership to that yeah, team. Yeah, Lonzo doesn't like have to start yeah. even necessarily. So, um, and I think Brandon Ingram's a, maybe not a superstar, but a good, solid player. Right, right. I think, I guess... You know, you saw so much so much reaction to the trade in that I think kind of at least who I was seeing, the reaction was overwhelmingly that the Pelicans won the trade and fleeced the Lakers or whatever. I, I don't really see it that way. I see this as like one of the very few times that both teams won the trade. Both teams accomplished what they wanted. The Lakers got this superstar that they can put with their superstar in, in the effort to create a big three. To give LeBron one last push. Right, right. and the Pelicans have set themselves up for a hell of a future now. Yeah, because they're going to have the four pick in this draft. Right. And and, 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 you and know, the one pick. Right. The one It'll be Zion and the number four pick in the draft. And then they have two more first-round picks. If the Lakers are good, they won't be super high lottery picks. Right. But what if things go poorly for the Lakers? What if someone gets hurt? Or what if things continue to go way off track for the Lakers? That could easily turn into a lottery pick or two. Uh, if, if, LeBron, if LeBron's career suddenly ends or something like that. So... Um, I, I, I agree with you, Alan. I, I think both teams did pretty well. The Lakers made themselves relevant again and changed their sort of dumpster fire narrative. And <laughs> and the Pelicans could be a really good, fun team to watch. I'm, the dynamic I'm interested in, in seeing is, like, who gets good faster? Can the Pelicans get good faster and make Anthony Davis, like, look over his shoulder and say, man, that that's, I could have been still on that team and, and, and look at what I left. So. As far as the Lakers go, you brought about getting the two or three good players. Uh, I think that would be the, the the route to go. You mentioned the shooting. Also, they need they need someone. They need a, a lockdown defender. Uh, right. You know, n- name someone on the Lakers. You you can look at him and say, okay, he's a he's a, a very good defensive player. Well, I don't, well, I don't well, think, well, as a well, team, Dave, Davis they, Davis now, and and, and, and but, but but LeBron's not nearly the defender that he, that he used to be, and he and he uh, seems to be conserving energy on on that end of the floor. And, and I guess when I uh, to be more specific, you know, a, a lockdown defender on, on the perimeter. Uh, yeah, they don't, defensive they don't even have minded. a player on the perimeter. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. You know, a defense minded uh, guard or small forward that you know that can help in in, in that respect so right uh, so the US Open uh, was over the weekend and it was won uh, surprisingly to me uh, given given who was in the hunt by uh, Gary Woodland and uh, he's got a, he's got a great story I mean he uh, he's 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 um, 
a, f- a father. Uh, he's expecting twins, so he'll be a father of, of three pretty soon. Uh, he and his wife um, um, lost lost a child, uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, dur- uh, dur- during a during a failed pregnancy, and 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 their child was also born uh, prematurely. So so they've had some real hardships when it comes to having kids. Uh, and, and just it's a really heartwarming story. Uh, he he was associated with another a girl. I, I don't know the story well. Um, it, maybe one of you guys do. Um, um, uh, the, 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 the had some difficulty, uh, some some health issues uh, in, in her life. So a really good guy that that hadn't won before. Uh, uh, went in went in position to win with the 54 hole lead. He was over seven in his career. So, so could he hang on and, and, and could he hold off someone like Brooks Kepka, uh, who had won, uh, the, the PGA he's won, uh, four majors in the last 20 months and he's really become the number one player in golf. So given that Kepka was right on his heels and playing well, I, I thought it was more impressive that Gary Woodland hung on to win that tournament. So, yeah, he had nerves of steel. And I think the most telling stat of the week was coming in, he ranks somewhere in the 150 range in scrambling, and so getting getting up and down when you miss the green. And this past week, he was number one in the field, and uh, that's U.S. Open golf. Uh, it's not a ton of birdies. It's not a ton of greens and regulations. It's being able to scramble, get your ball up and down when you miss the green, uh, and, and basically make pars, but he was able to also make a ton of birdies this week. Uh, and shot a really low number at a, at a difficult course. Um, I personally was pulling for Kepka because of the his, history I, I, behind I, I, it. I wanted to see Kepka win three um, in a row, right? But but uh, Gary Woodland is somebody who's been around golf for a long time, and and you know you like to see those kinds of guys um, who have never really made it happen. Finally, finally, it clicks for one week, and and he was able to to win a, a huge tournament, and you know see what see what he can do coming off of that. And just some of the shots he made under under pressure on, on four chip at seventeen was the, the chip at seventeen where he didn't even like make a divot on he's basically on the green but above, mm-hmm. but so far away that he had to chip the ball but he didn't even make a divot on the green I mean he hit he struck at that purely uh, before that there was the uh, second shot on fourteen where he where he carried a bunker uh, he had a two hundred fifty yard carry of a bunker and, and it put him on the green and, and in position to, to I, I think he made par on the hole. Um, or he, no, he, 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 he made birdie. He two putted for birdie. Um, because the, because the second shot put him on, on the green on a par five. And then just the, the, the birdie putt on 18, <laughs> uh, to, to win it. Uh, you see a lot of guys just two putt and just, yeah, that was uh, awesome. You see a lot of guys That's just great. two putt and accept their win, but, but, but he made the birdie putt, uh, to, to put an exclamation point on, on his win. So, so a really cool story uh, for, for Gary Woodland winning his first major title, um, over the weekend. So. All right, guys, uh, uh, we'll throw some people on the boat now. Uh, Joe, it doesn't have to be sports-related. Uh, it, <laughs> it, it could be anyone. Uh, it could be a friend of yours that, that none of us know. Um, uh, 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 you, you can throw him on. It, I didn't uh, know we could if, do if, that. If they're deserving. But, no, this um, is uh, what, uh, going for uh, you know, the, low, uh, the low branch here, just the, you know, the people – uh, all the people who are firing guns at the Toronto parade or the, the, yeah, the exactly. rally. I mean, they, they need to go. I mean, now, as I told you this uh, before, you know, uh, cities that have been starved, you know, sports, sports wise, I mean, me being a Chicago and uh, the first Bulls championship, there were riots, you know, cars being overturned, fires. And, it, it, take, it takes some, and, pra- it takes some practice. So, <laughs> so, apparently. so yeah, but no, they, uh, they, they definitely, 
they definitely need to go. It's uh, there's no need for that. Yeah, I mean Toronto, you finally win a championship. This is your moment in the sun, yep. and you're generating headlines for a shooting at your parade. So uh, <laughs> awesome! <laughs> how, how how ridiculous is that? So uh, good one, Joe. Uh, Alan, do you have someone for the boat? Uh, I mentioned earlier that it was going to be security at the Golden State Warriors at Oracle Arena. Um, I think that's yeah, a don't concuss <laughs> don't concuss security guards teaming, yeah, team I, executives I, it was uh, that was such an odd situation I just can't like I can't imagine the lack of preparation that must have been involved to allow something like that to, to unfold how you couldn't know that the person walking onto the court was the general manager of the team um, and I'm trying to think if I had one other one uh Greg, I'll let you go so I can I can think of... Oh, it was the New York Yankees. I want to throw them onto the bus. The entire team? Yes, just the whole organization wow. um, because they have this embarrassment of riches of a baseball team. They have an entire <laughs> all-star team on the DL, and then they go out and they get one of the best hitters in baseball, and Encarnacion. Should be an Indian still. Yeah, and... But they didn't want to pay him because they don't want to spend money. But. And then in the aftermath of that, somehow they send a player like... Uh, Clint Frazier down to to AAA, who is just ripping the cover off the ball, albeit his defense isn't the best. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Clint, we have no room for you. No, <laughs> have, no, no room, room at the end for no Clint room for Frazier. You hitting almost 300 with a ridiculous OPS. Uh, so that that bugs me. Yeah, I just want a baseball team that spends money. I just want to be able to root for one. Going going back to the Masai Ujiri security guard thing, doesn't it cheapen the guy's claim or whatever that he's now pulling this concussion stunt? Like I absolutely like, think so. Like, like, like he got shoved. Like that doesn't usually create no a concussion. No one's ever gotten right? a concussion from that, I don't believe. Right. Like your head has to make contact with something. So it's like we're with you and then you're sort of claiming, making these ridiculous claims now and that's where, where you really start to lose people yeah. <laughs> in, in, in my estimation. As far as that goes, so. uh, just the the security in general, you know, and, and, and NBA executives who, who are involved with the organization of this stuff, uh, I believe what, the people on the floor were supposed to have like gold bands or something. How, how didn't... Masai Ujiri get one of those. Uh, I mean, he, he how, had a that, pass. that's just lack of organization. Yeah, he, I mean, apparently he had a pass and he was trying to display. It. I don't know what, how the guy didn't see his pass or or, or why. I, I think Ujiri tr- tried to display it and he didn't. I, who knows what 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 happened in the, in the mayhem of of. I mean, this this is like seconds or minutes after after a team wins an NBA championship, so it's chaos in, in, in that situation, and lots of things can get said or lots of things can happen. But <laughs> it's just a strange situation all, all the way around. Uh, before I go, uh, Joe, uh, best team in baseball is the Dodgers. You would say? Oh boy, that's 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 a tough one. I, I'd have to say Houston, uh, just because they're a little bit more reliable on the back end of their bullpen. Uh, Kenley Jansen is not the Kenley Jansen of. The previous three years, I think he's he's down a notch or two, and then their setup men haven't been you know all that great either. Uh, we'll see what happens by the deadline. I may may change my mind if they they happen to uh, revamp that, but uh, I like Houston just because of the back end of that bullpen, and and they're going to get a lot healthier. And then you have the Twins. Uh, they're they're hanging around right there with with the top teams in baseball too. So I yeah. mean that they could really mash the ball. So yes, so they so, can. so I, I I don't I don't discount them uh, from from being a contender uh, in, in the American League. Um, but, I, but I brought it up because the big marquee series over the weekend was your, was your Cubs and, right. and, and the Dodgers. And I think the Dodgers, what, took three or four? Uh, three there. or four, yeah. So, so I just was 
uh, wondering if you were thinking, hey, the Dodgers are now the team to beat um, in, in the majors, having gotten to the World Series uh, last year. So, um, Alan, any baseball thoughts before, before I go with my boat uh, person? Uh, the Indians should spend more money. No, <laughs> that is a, that is a great thought. Yeah, I, I'm interested in the in the deadline, and, and I've been kind of bat, batting back and forth, like what the one realistic trade could be that would put one specific team over the top. And you mentioned the Dodgers, and I don't know how how realistic this actually is, but I love that kid in Tampa Bay, Al, Alvarado, I think his last name is, the back end of the bullpen guy. And I think if they brought in somebody like that, that really puts that Dodgers team over yep. the top and kind of makes them, to me, uh, potentially the favorite. I don't know if you guys are, are thinking another team is well, like one guy away. or. Well, I mean, the Indians are now talking about trading Brad Hand. So is that a player the Dodgers go after uh, uh, to they shore, very, shore they up very the back well end could. of their bullpen? They very well could. And, again, that would be another stupid decision by the Indians I because agree. they have a, a – it's a controllable they're, arm they're, they're, for they're the not, long term. Right, and they're not that far away. Right. They're, they're a half tw- game they're, out they're, of the wild card. Right, they're a couple tweaks away. Like if Jose Ramirez picks up his batting average, they're going to get a lot better. And, they, and they've been playing better lately. Their schedule hasn't been tough, granted, but but they've been playing a little better lately. Actually, so. the, the one team I'm interested in, uh, you mentioned one one player, two players, uh, the, the Atlanta Braves. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, sure. if, if they get a closer, another bullpen piece – Oh my gosh! I mean the the pitching they've had this year from um, uh, Mike Soroka, Max Fried. These are two young studs throw, throwing in the in the high nineties, and, and now they get Dallas Keuchel. Uh, you put those three guys in the short series, and you you make a couple of moves at the deadline. All the Braves. That's the team I'm looking to see. Yeah, they're such an exciting team too with yep. the bats with Freddie Freeman and Acuna and yep. and uh, Ozzy Albies. I, I think they're one of the most fun teams to watch. And, and the Braves are coming to Washington uh, this weekend. Uh, then they have, have a big series uh, with the Nationals coming up. Could could really knock the Nats out of out of the race um, if they if if they were to win. Three I or wonder four if games. the Nationals are going to be big time sellers or if they'll just hold hold Pat. It's a, it's a good question because uh, the I don't think the learners are as cheap as people say they are. I mean, they have right. spent two hundred million dollars on 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 this year's team, but but they are frugal and and can be a bit stingy. So so would they be interested in selling if the, if the team's not winning? So. All right, uh, back to the boat. I am throwing O.J. Simpson on the boat. Uh, it's remarkable he hasn't been on the boat before. He, he really hasn't given us a chance to throw him on because he really hasn't been in the news lately. But it's like, O.J., you, you, you probably got away with murder. <laughs> you're, out of, you're out of jail. Like you, have, you, have, you, you could live your life the way you want now. Like why? Are, just hang, lay low, bud. I mean, it, why, why are you creating this big public profile again, knowing that it's going to get, yes, you'll have your ardent diehard oj supporters but it's probably not going to get a a great reaction by and large so just just go have fun do your own thing and and don't don't remind everyone that you're still out there so 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 oj uh uh is on the boat uh this week excellent choice yeah uh, we just haven't had the chance. Couldn't to happen th- to a better guy, right? We just have. <laughs> we just haven't had the chance to, to throw him on yet. Maybe I'll tweet at him, Alan, and, and say you've just been <laughs> thrown on the boat. What so. you're talking about? He may be a, what a black hole. Uh, he, he he could guy. be. Well, let's let's see how this Twitter thing goes, and and uh, he 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 could be shot into the black hole uh, in, in a couple of weeks. All right, we'll do our scene or to be seen segment now, guys. Uh, do you have something you you've either uh, loved of? Um, from the past week or are looking forward to in, in, in the next week? So the NBA draft, just to see, I mean, everybody knows Zion's going to be the number one pick, but you know, the, you know, the wizards, uh, 
you want to see who, who they pick up. Uh, you know, uh, I'm in Chicago. You know, I want to see who my bulls get. Uh, so, so yeah, looking, looking forward to, you know, everybody really after Zion and, uh, RJ Barrett and we'll, we'll see how that goes. And we talked about the, uh, doesn't have to be sports related. The number four, the number four pick. I really want to see what happens with that because I think the Pelicans could still kind of, uh, use that and some of the other pieces they got to make a, another trade. Uh, so I'm interested in what trades happen in the draft. Uh, but my, my uh, is actually a scene. Um, I watched the Tyson Fury uh, Schwartz fight uh, over the week. And yeah. Tyson Fury is, is pretty incredible. Um, I don't know if you guys watched any of the, the highlights, but there's a series of highlights where uh, his opponent Schwartz throws, a, I want to say it's five consecutive punches, and all of them just barely miss the head of Tyson Fury and it's just these kind of minor head movements and it's it's pretty incredible to not get hit in a situation like that at all uh, and then a couple seconds later he, he knocks him down and, and gets the, the TKO after that so is Fury uh, lined up to fight our man uh, Andy uh, Ruiz uh, I I think he's setting that match the rematch with Wilder oh, first right right and, and we're gonna get the Ruiz Joshua fight uh, coming up right right we'll get that and then then Fury could could hopefully fight the winner of that and, and yeah. it would be great if heavyweight boxing could become relevant again and, and people and were talking four about good it, fighters so. there's four really really good fighters who are pretty interesting personalities got right. have good stories so it's it's in a nice spot i don't know if we'll ever get back to the mike tyson days but but it would be nice if it was a little more relevant than, yeah. than, than it currently is so um right after we record this i am on my way over to nimeo field for the uh, carolina league all-star game so uh, frederick is hosting the game uh, they'll they'll do it once every ten years because there's ten year there's ten teams in the Carolina League and and, and they rotate it so this uh, so Frederick's turn came up in the rotation a little sooner than expected because they disbanded the agreement with the California League they were scheduled to host that game in uh, 2020 but 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 when that format changed Frederick got moved up a spot on the list so they'll host it this year and uh, it's just a cool cool thing when your town is hosting an All Star game. Uh, Albeit on a, on a much smaller scale, so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the Carolina League All Star Game. So, and there we have it, guys. Uh, who needs Who needs uh, Josh? Uh, <laughs> so, um, you, you guys pick up the slack well. So, um, so thanks for joining us, and thanks for listening. Uh, uh, Josh will be back next week, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll see how the draft unfolds, and then we'll we'll have much more to talk about next week uh, here on Just Another Sports Podcast. <laughs>